Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today, I'm sharing with you three SEO essentials to boost visits to your yoga website. Yes, it can be a little bit over the head, right? But I'm talking about SEO and I'm going to share with you guys three essential SEO strategies. And actually, they're very, very simple strategies that you can do today or this week. And these strategies are going to help you to boost traffic to your website. Okay, so that's what this is about. It's about boosting the number of visitors who land on your website. So it's not enough just to have a website. Then what? What happens after that? You know, you've got your website, it goes live. Then what happens? Because there's no point in having a website if no one actually visits it. Okay, do we agree? There's no point. If you've got a website and then you log into Google Analytics, and it tells you that nobody's actually visiting your website. We want to we want to change that up, okay? We want to change that story. We want to do a little bit, bit of work to ensure that people are actually finding us, to ensure that people are actually visiting our website, but also they're staying there, okay? And that's where SEO comes in. SEO, it stands for Search Engine Optimization. But don't let those words kind of put you off. So just to kind of explain it, Google sends these little spiders out into the internet. Some of you might have heard me talk about this before. Google sends these little spiders out into the internet and they crawl around and they come to the door of your website. And if there's some fresh content in there, those spiders are going to go through the door. They're going to come into your website and they're going to crawl around and they're going to collect information from your website and they're going to bring that information back outside and they're going to show it up in Google when somebody searches in Google for information that matches what's on your website. Okay, so what it does is that information, that data that it's collecting from your website is essentially keywords. It's collecting keyword data from your website. And when somebody goes into to Google and they search for something using those same keywords, then you have an opportunity, your content has an opportunity to show up in those search results, okay? Think about your own behavior, okay? Think about your own search behavior. When you're searching for something in Google, do you tend to, to scroll past page one of the search results? Generally, we stay in page one, don't we? Generally, we'll pull up the search results that first come up um, when we search for something. Okay, We usually go for one of the top options or at least something that's showing on that first page of search results. We don't tend to scroll along to like page two or page three or, or so on. And so the higher that your website 
ranks, okay, the higher that your website shows up, the more traffic or the more people are going to discover you and come to your website. And this does work. Like, it does work when you do it well, okay? It does work. And, you know, from my own experience, direct search is one of the um, largest traffic drivers to my website. So people searching for things and then finding the results come up. But also, for Good Yoga Life, for my other business, I've had retreat bookings from SEO in that's working in practice, okay? So I've had retreat bookings. Most of the people that would book my retreat are people who are in my community, okay, most of them. But then I did have some people who would come. I had someone come from China, I had someone else come from um, America, and they came to my Morocco retreat. And when I asked them, how did you find out about this retreat? It was because I was the top result in Google, okay? They literally searched in Google, yoga retreat, Morocco, okay, and up came my blog post that I'd written about my my yoga retreat. So I got bookings from that. So this stuff does work. And the thing is, we just have to be a little bit mindful because what we're going to do in order to improve our SEO, we should be doing in our business anyway, okay? And I'll come on to that in a moment. Um, so it's just about having an awareness, okay? This isn't an extra thing I'm going to lump onto you guys, okay? Because I know we've got a lot of things that we have to be doing in our yoga business. But it's about having awareness so that when you're doing other things, you're thinking about SEO and how you can improve your SEO on your website, okay? So it does work, okay? But the thing is, it's a bit of a slow burner, and I'll come on to that in a moment. But Google, Google has an algorithm, and Google's algorithm is constantly judging your website, okay? It's constantly giving your website a score, okay? And if your website's getting traffic, okay, so people are actually finding and visiting your website, okay, and we'll talk about how you can do that in a moment. But if people are doing that, then Google's gonna give you gonna give you some points. Okay, Google's gonna give you some points. Google, Google will also give you points if people stay on your website. Okay, so it's not just about the people that are coming to your website, but if people actually stay on your website, okay, so they're landing there and they're spending some time having a look around you're also going to get some points for that as well because that's telling Google that the content on your website is engaging enough for people to want to hang out and read the content and, and learn more, okay? So there's a, there's, a, there's a host of other things that Google's algorithm will be looking for when it comes to SEO, okay? And it can feel a bit overwhelming when you look at all of these things that you can do um, to improve your SEO and, and improve your ranking. It can feel a bit complicated at times because it relies on so many factors and there's so many things that you can, that you can do um, to improve the, the SEO on your website, okay? And it can also feel a bit invisible because SEO takes time to work. So I mentioned that a moment ago. It's not an overnight thing, okay? It's not, it's not like you make an update to your website and then suddenly the following day you're ranking in the search results. That's not how it works. This is a bit of a slow burner and it can actually take up to a year for your SEO to improve as a result of consistent action taking, okay? But that might seem like a very long time 
for you to be able to get some results from this. However, how long do you plan to be in this business? Tell me. Tell me how long you plan to be a yoga business owner. Because I'm guessing it's longer than the next year. I'm guessing it's longer than a year, right? So we've got time, right? So we've got time. So it's definitely worth doing this, okay? It's definitely worth having awareness and thinking about what you can do here on this. Um, so I want to just share with you today, I want to just share three um, SEO essentials. And actually, these are very simple things, as I said. So I'm going to share with you three simple strategies uh, that you can start doing today. And the first one, the first strategy, and it's something that you might actually already be doing, but now you can think of it with an awareness of SEO, okay? And the first one, it has a positive impact on both attracting visitors, new people to come on your website, and encouraging them to stay, okay? So you're gonna get extra brownie points with this one. And it's actually the biggest thing that SEO relies on, content, okay? It relies on a fresh piece of content on your website every single week, okay? So remember those spiders that I talked about? Google's only gonna send those spiders into your website if there is fresh content in your website for them to have a look at. If they come to your website and the last time they came, maybe the week before, there was nothing, there's been no update, those spiders are not gonna go into your website, okay? They're gonna move on and crawl over to the next website. If there's a fresh piece of content, those spiders are gonna come knocking on the door and they're gonna be like, oh, there's something new in there for us to look at. They're gonna go in, they're gonna go to that fresh blog post that you've just written, and they're gonna pull all of those juicy keywords from the blog post, they're gonna go back into the internet and they're gonna serve them up in search results, okay? So we want to be creating fresh content. And that fresh content could be a blog post. Okay? It's the easiest thing for you to be creating um, to, to, to not only add fresh content to your website, but to also now have something to share on, on social media, to be able to help your students and your community by writing content, creating content that's gonna help them with their problems. So many reasons, there's so, so many reasons why you should be creating um, Blog posts, yeah? Blog posts for your website. Um, but the main thing is that the SEO relies on this on this good content, on this fresh content that's niche specific, okay? So not general blog posts about just yoga in general, but you want to be writing about topics that your niche, that your ideal student is really interested in, okay? So it always goes back to your ideal student. That's where we need to be starting with anything that we're doing here. When, we, when we're thinking about how do we market ourselves, who are you marketing to? It always comes back to that. So you have to be really clear, you have to have real clarity on who you're, you're actually creating all this content for. So when you're writing niche specific content, blog content in this case, you know, you're gonna be writing articles about the topics that your ideal student are really interested in, okay? So you need to understand them. What are their challenges? What solutions are they looking for? What are they interested in? What do they want to learn about? What can you inspire them with, okay? And without great content, 
you really can't build a great business, you know? This content stuff that I'm always piping on about, it should be really non-negotiable part of your business, okay? If I didn't create content, I wouldn't have a business. And if you don't do it as well, you can't leverage the full power of SEO, okay? So if you focus on creating great content that's relevant for your niche every single week, the SEO, the positive impact um, on your SEO will follow. In time, it will follow. And as I said, you know, SEO takes time to grow and you probably won't see results straight away. And I know that feels a bit crazy, but you just need to trust that it's working. You need to trust that if you're creating content, fresh content every single week for your website, and you're being consistent about this, and it's niche-specific content, because that tells Google that you're an expert. That tells Google you're an expert. So if you're doing this and you're being consistent, then the SEO is going to come, okay? It's going to come. And when you've got content such as a blog post, you know, you can share it on your social media, like I said before. You can share it with your network. Now you've got something that you can share to drive traffic to your website, okay? To actually drive people to go and visit your website. And if it's niche specific, and it's providing solutions for people when they land on your website, well, they're gonna stay there and they're gonna to want to read it, aren't they? So again, that's giving you extra brownie points with Google. Not only that, you know, we've got to think about the bigger picture. What's the bigger picture here is that we are trying to grow our community. And how do we grow our community? We grow our community by getting our ideal students, by converting our ideal students onto our email list. Okay, so you think of it as a funnel. We think of it as a funnel. You know, you're doing, you're creating your blog post and you're sharing it on social media. So that's the top of the funnel. Then someone's going to click on that blog post. Maybe they discover it inside a Facebook group, which is a niche specific Facebook group. They click on it. Now they land on your website. Okay, because not everybody's going to click on it. Some people will land on your website. And so we move them down the funnel. Now you have an opportunity to move those people onto your email list. Not everyone will do that. Some people will, will move away, but some people will come onto the email list. So we move them a bit further down the funnel. And now we have an opportunity to create a relationship with them, with these people. Um, so that's the bigger picture here, isn't it? That's the bigger picture. We've got an opportunity to build our list. Okay, so just ask yourself first up. Am I creating content every week? Do I know what my ideal students want help with? Do I know how I can help them with the content that I'm sharing? Because we don't wanna just be meeting our students in a Zoom room, okay? We have this amazing online space, okay? Where I am with you guys now. We have these amazing digital platforms available to us. We want to be meeting our students here as well, okay? It allows us to stay front of mind, to build the relationship more. Many reasons why we need to be creating this fresh content every week. So really ensure that you spend a little bit of time just asking yourself a few questions and get real with yourself. Am I doing this work? Am I actually doing it? Because there's many benefits. So let's move on to strategy number two. And it's very, very, it's linked to strategy number one, okay? And strategy number two, or essential number two, and it's something that you can think about when you're creating your content. So all of these things are linked. It's keywords, OK? 
okay? When we're thinking of SEO, we want to be thinking of keywords. You can almost think of these like hashtags if you, are, if you love being in Instagram. You can think of it in that way. But keywords are the things that, those little spiders that I talked about, those little spiders, when they come into your website, they're gonna be pulling that keyword data from your website, okay? Keyword is basically a word or a phrase that someone is going to type into a search engine such as Google, okay? So the smartest way for you to grow your website traffic with SEO is to target or to use specific keywords that you want to show up for in those search results. Okay, shall I say that again? The best way for you to grow your website traffic with SEO is to use specific keywords that you want to show up for, that you want to rank for in the search results, okay? So you, again, you need to be thinking about your ideal student. Think about your ideal student. What keywords are they using, are they searching for? What keywords are important to your ideal student? So this is where it goes back to understanding what their pain points are, where understanding where they are in, in their journey. You're understanding their challenges, their struggles. When it comes to keywords, it's not enough to just have a keyword that's that's yoga, okay? We don't wanna be using a keyword of yoga on our website. So that's called a short tail keyword, okay? That's what, when it's just like one word or even two, it's called a short tail keyword. So yoga is a short tail keyword, okay? and Guess what happens when you search, when you type yoga into Google? What happens when you search for yoga in Google? How many results come up? Millions, probably. Millions. It's so generic. It's so, so generic, isn't it? So long tail keywords, long tail keywords refer to keywords with several words. And this is the most common type of keyword that people are using when they search, okay? Usually they're saying, you know, how can I relieve my lower back pain with yoga? What, what yoga poses are best for um, the third trimester of pregnancy, okay? So they're searching like sentences, yeah, sentences. That's a long tail keyword. Um, so that's going to get much more spe specific results, yeah? You're gonna get much more specific results. And that's why we need a niche, guys. That's another reason. I mean, I swear there must be like 101 reasons why you need a niche, probably more. But this is why when we get more targeted with our messaging, we can reach the right people. We can reach the right people because you are never, ever going to show up on the first page of Google when somebody types in yoga. It's never going to happen. But if you are thinking about a, a long tail keyword and being really specific, and then you've got a blog post that's about that long tail keyword, the, about the thing that somebody's searching, your ideal student, what they're searching in Google, and you've got a blog post, you've got more chance of showing up in those search results. Does this make sense? I know it's quite a complicated concept. So yeah, so long tail keywords. So you want to be thinking about this. And you know, as I said, this is why your niche matters because you don't want to be targeting super general keywords, okay, that have millions and millions of results. So understanding your student is key. Yeah, knowing what their struggles and pain points are so that you can really kind of 
identify what they're going to be searching for. And then there's tools, there's online tools. So just search uh, keyword tools and in Google and you can put some of your keywords in there, your long tail keywords, and that these, these tools will come up with suggestions of other long tail keywords that people search. Um, so you can do a little bit of research on this. If if you want to get a bit further, if you want to get a bit geeky with it, you don't have to. Okay, you don't have to do that. The most important thing is that you are creating fresh content every week for your students that's going to be niche specific and when you create that fresh content you're thinking okay this is where we have to have this awareness we're thinking about what the keyword would be what would the long tail keyword be for this that somebody would search in order to, to land on this blog post okay so just keep it simple simplify it and you know once you worked out what your long tail keyword is and it's quite likely that the long tail keyword will be the title of your of your article okay and when you're in WordPress or you're in Squarespace or whatever system you're using, there's several places where you can put this long tail keyword in the back end of your website, okay, so that it recognizes, so that Google recognizes that that's your long tail keyword. And you'll need to use it multiple times in the article as well, okay, so that when those spiders come in, they see that this blog article is about this long tail keyword, okay, that long tail keyword has been used X number of times. This is that this is the content that needs to show up in search results when somebody types those words in and somebody searches for that thing. So, strategy number 3, and this particular one is about it is particularly about encouraging people to stay on your website. So, remember at the beginning I said Google's looking for it's going to give you points if people are, are coming to your website if you've got traffic it's also going to give you some brownie points if people are staying on your on your website because that's telling google hey this is a good website the user experience is really good and it's friendly and the content here is really engaging and it's niche specific and it's exactly what i was looking for so it's when people stay on your website remember google is a massive data bank so they have all this information about your website how long people stay on it and so on so this particular strategy, and it's a super simple one, it's so simple that every, each and every one of you, you could do this today, okay? It's so simple. This strategy is about encouraging people to stay on your website. So um, I want to go back to your own behavior, okay? Your own behavior is always an amazing indication of what other people do as well okay so think about your own own behavior here you're searching for something let's say that you are just beginning uh, with your yoga practice okay let's say you've been thinking about it for a while and so you're a beginner and let's say you've never been to a yoga class before but everyone keeps piping on about it and you're like oh what's this yoga malarkey maybe it can help me maybe I should give it a go it might help me with my back issues and so on so you've been thinking about it for a while and you're like okay I'm gonna see if I can find a class close to me so off I go into Google and in the search I'm typing in uh, beginner yoga classes East London 
beginner yoga classes near me, East London, okay? And a number of results are gonna come up and what do, what do you do now? You, you, if you're like me, I kind of click on it and open up the tabs. So probably open up the first three or four tabs that come up at the top of the search results. And then I'm gonna quickly look at each of those tabs, okay? So I'm gonna go to the first one and my first impression will tell me whether this is, you know, the right website for me. Has it got the right information that I'm looking for? Because I'm looking for beginner yoga classes. Okay, remember, this is about me right now as the as the potential customer. Um, and no, it doesn't look like there's anything there about beginner yoga classes. Quickly move on to the next one. No, this one doesn't look right either. Quickly move on to the next one. And this one says right at the top, thinking of thinking of getting onto the mat. Think you need to be flexible. <laughs> um, watch my quick five minute video that where I'll explain to you exactly what you need to know about your first yoga class. Oh, this looks this looks like me. Yeah, I thought I had to be flexible to go to yoga. That was the thing that's been putting me off for ages because I can't reach my toes. <laughs> yeah, so, so you see where I'm get, go, going with this. Do you see where I'm going with this? So always think about your own behavior and how you search online. So what was the difference with that? What made me stay? What made me stay on that website and look around? Well, it was talking about my journey, wasn't it? It was talking about me as the potential student. Yeah, the website spoke to my issues. This yoga teacher knows who I am. This yoga teacher knows who she's speaking to or he or she is speaking to, okay? So this yoga te teacher is solving a specific problem and you have like three seconds, less than three seconds to make an impression on your ideal student. So all of you now, your homepage, at the very, very top of your homepage on that hero image, is that is the information that you're sharing there, is it about you as the yoga teacher, okay? Is it about you as the yoga teacher telling them what an amazing yoga teach, teacher you are and how you're qualified and, and so on and what you teach? Or is it about your ideal student? Who is it about? Because you have to make that first top part of your website about your ideal student, okay? It needs to be about them because people are only interested in themselves. When they're searching for something online, they're searching for a an answer, a solution to the problem that they have. You know, you don't need to write too much here. Just think of like the main thing. Think about the main thing that's going to capture their attention, the main pain point or the main desire, like the main desire, you know, want to learn yoga, even if something as simple as that. Finally decided you want to get on the mat, you know, it can be something super simple, but big and bold to capture their attention. And once you've captured their attention, then they're going to stay, okay? Because if they're searching erratically, as we do, okay? Because none of us have time for this. We want the answers straight away, don't we? But if they're searching and you have a big, bold statement that makes them stop their search, then they're going to scroll down. And then when they scroll down, you can tell them a little bit more about themselves, okay? And what they're experiencing right now. Paint the picture of the desire that they want, that they're looking for. Okay, you know, if they like what they're reading, then they're going to go to your about page where they can learn about you. Okay, or maybe they'll scroll a bit further down and learn a bit more about you. 
but only at that point. They don't need to know about you. <laughs> they're not interested in you. <laughs> they're really not. They're really not. When they're looking, when they're looking for stuff online, they're interested in themselves. Okay, they're having a conversation in their heads. Oh God, what's what what to expect? What what's going to happen at my first yoga class? What do I have to wear? Do I have to be flexible? Do I have to be this? Do I have to be that? That's what's going on in their head, okay? And you have to join that conversation that they're having in their head. And if you do that, if you get that right, then people are going to stay on your website, okay? And they're going to look around. Otherwise, they're going to bounce, okay? So in Google Analytics, you have what's called the bounce rate, okay? And this is a number. And if it says 70%, then it means that 70% of people who land on your website leave okay 70 percent and if you think that the goal of your website is to grow your email list okay because it is that's the goal of your website is to grow your email list then we don't want that 70 percent to be leaving do we we want that 70 70 percent if they're ideal students of ours to stay okay and we can ensure that that happens if a, so going back to number one, number one strategy that I shared today, if we're creating niche specific content, okay, so we're creating these amazing blog posts that allow us to repurpose our, our content, that allow us to create posts for Instagram and social media that talks about the, the, the things that we'd shared in the blog post and directs people to those to that blog post on our website. We do all of these things. If we show up in our stories and we're directing people to our website to go and read more, to find out more, then we're driving people to our website where we can start that relationship with them, okay? So your niche, really important, understanding who your ideal student is. And then once you've got that, you can start creating your content, you can start using the um, keywords that they're searching for, and you can make your homepage about that person as well, okay? So I hope that has been helpful for you guys today. Before we go, let's set you a little challenge, I think. <laughs> let's set you a little challenge. Let's make this actionable. And I think we'll just focus on strategy number three. I want you to come over to the main Facebook group. Okay, the main Facebook group. If you go to the link in, in our bio here, you'll get the um, link to the Facebook group. And I want, me, I want you to do a, a before and after, okay? So take a screenshot of your homepage, the before, okay? And then, take, and then change the wording, add that big bold statement or center or question or whatever it is that's going to speak to your ideal student. And then take another screenshot and share both of those images together in a post inside our Facebook group so we can give you some high five love okay <laughs> um, and congratulate you on that win because that's a big win that's a big win if you make that change today that's a that's a big win it means that you know when people come to your website your website's going to actually start working for you it's going to be speaking to the right people and let's support each other with this it's a super super little challenge super little challenge that all of you can do if you've got a website and you're not doing this already you can definitely do this so look come over into the group share your progress and yeah that's it from me guys i think and i'll see you guys soon all right take care have a beautiful day bye
You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action. 